Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz, and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots, where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And here with me, of course, is We Are Cats. Yo-ho, everybody! Alright, so, it's over, it's done, Fat Lady saying, money in the bank is over. Yeah. So, we're just going to be talking about money in the bank, but first, before money in the bank, we want to wish to all those, um, all our mothers out there, uh, happy Mother's Day of recording, today is Mother's Day, so, happy Mother's Day. You know, you truly, you know, uh, to all those mothers out there, you truly are, you know, women's champions. Yep. All right. Uh, before we move on to Money in the Bank, a quick little news report. Uh, coming out from New Japan, they're all, New Japan has been saying that they're going to be doing this, and it looks like they are going to be doing this. They're going to uh, start doing empty arena shows. Apparently, they've been waiting patiently so far, like the rest of us. Uh, especially too with the epidemic that's going so far with the coronavirus in Japan, and it looks like they they need to do shows. You know, they have to find a way to. Like, well, let's just face it. Like the G one, they can't do the G one. The G one is like a month long tournament, and I don't know if they can do it in a short amount of time. Uh, the Super Junior Cup, the J Cup. You know, even if they were able to do it in that short amount of time. They're risking. Um, I wouldn't. The, I would, they're, they're kind of risking the health in terms of endurance. Like they need the endurance to, like you know, when they go outside and what if they get sick? You know, if they're going to be bashing people left and right and stuff like that for a month long, um, it could damage their ability to recuperate strength if yeah. they get infected. Yeah. Well, not just that, but also too. Um, Say if said wrestler, say, okay, let's say for example, say if I was a New Japan wrestler, right? Let's just say this entire time since there hasn't been any wrestling, I haven't worked out, I haven't been eating right, I got a little chubby, you know, and I'll just say it, I was a lazy ass. I didn't stick to my regimen. I played it soft. I played it smooth. And then, and then they say, okay... Alright, well, we're going to do like a little mini welcome back tournament and everything. We want you to be in it. You know, they'll just tell me, alright, come on, let's go. I'll be like, okay, alright boss, I'll go. I go, I get my ass handed to me. I couldn't even last a couple of minutes. Why? Because I was a, la- well, cause I was a lazy ass. Mm, so that will also be an issue too. What happens if some of the wrestlers, or, or in fact all of them, didn't keep to their workout regimen? Well, it's going to be hard. Well, you know, because they, you know, what if they don't have access to their gym? What if they don't have, uh, you know, certain equipment required for them to uh, properly bulk up or properly maintain their uh, physical uh, stamina and stuff like that? You know, you know, I mean, they're they're at home. What are they going to do? Yeah, that that's that's one that's one big issue, you know. So. Um once we get more information about what, if New Japan is going to be doing these, these these empty arena shows and how they're going to be doing it, we'll let you know from here. So without further ado, Money in the Bank. This year's Money in the Bank was interesting. Yes, um, we already knew that weeks ahead that the main events were going to be tape delayed, and which they were. And mm. it looked like that. The first two-thirds of the show was live and you know what it was all right 
it was okay. And what about the second two thirds of the show? That that, that makes no sense. There's four thirds then. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, technically you could. No, no, yeah, no. That's wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. But we'll I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, read it off, cats. Oh, uh, well, it took place today. Uh, the um, Stamford, Connecticut, um, and Orlando, Florida um, venues. So they they did it at the Performance Center, and the main event, which is why I said Stamford, Connecticut, was held at the Global Headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. So um, it was kind of interesting. It was interesting how they did the majority of it at the Performance Center, and then the last two at the at, at the Titan Tower. Uh, but still, it's pretty good. It's, it's still pretty good. Can't go wrong with it. All right, so let's get going. Well, starting uh, with the pre-show, uh, it was the singles match between Jeff Hardy and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. And, well, Jeff Hardy uh, came out triumphant. It was good. It was all right. Even though it was a pre-show match, it was it was still pretty good. Um, Jeff Hardy did his spots. Normally, it was good. Cesaro was really great. Putting in some offense, putting in some defense, selling a little bit here and there. Um, it's not bad. It, it wasn't that bad. It was good. I think this is a great way for to slowly and smoothly and slowly, the best way to say it, to get Jeff back into the motion. And to get, to make him, like, you know, creep his way up at, up the ladder and maybe get a title shot. Doesn't matter if it's a U.S. continent, the, the the U.S. the Intercontinental. Well, they need an anchor. They have one. Forgive me for going out here. They have one half of the Hardy brothers. The other one, Matt Hardy, AEW. They need something to equalize. Yeah, maybe they'll just give him one singles run, one like you know, one last hurrah or something like that. You know. So. Now the pay-per-view proper begins uh, with the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. And uh, the teams are Lucha House Party, Grand Metallic, Metallic and uh, Lince Dorado. Um, John Morrison and The Miz, whatever their team was, uh, called uh, The Forgotten Sons, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. And The New Day of Big E and Kofi Kingston, who are the, retain- who are the champs. And uh, out of uh, a 12 minutes flat, uh, the New Day uh, retained their championship. Um, kind of disappointed. Why? Was it predictable? Oh, forgive me for saying that because it was, I couldn't see all of it. And um, well, one thing, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I had some personal uh, it, uh, uh, stuff to attend to at the time. And, you know, right. Yeah, but what? That's why. I, yeah, it was, it was kind of predictable. Like, you saw the spots and everything. Like, the Forgotten Sons looked really good. Um, Lucha House Party had its moment to shine. They did. They, they, they. You know, they had their moment in the sun. Uh, John, same thing with John Morrison and the Miz. Uh, but the New Day winning, I was like, eh. I guess WWE was wasn't ready to pull the trigger mm. on this one. I would have I would have given it to the Forgotten Sons and just like all right let's see where they can let's see what they can take this all right because like let's face it their tag team division 
in general still lacks. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Cause all you okay, you got these right here on SmackDown. I don't even know what's going on in Raw. They they don't show off the tag team division as much, let alone the cruiserweight division. And I think that's what's killing them going against AEW. So I hate to say it, but it's true. AEW has the far superior um, tag team division. Even though it's not that much, but yeah. still better. Well, they have some people who are ri- rising up, shining. You got well-established, you know, like uh, Lucha Brothers, uh, uh, the Young Bucks and stuff. And then you SU, got people like yeah, you know. Then you got, you know, Private Party. You that know. just showed up out of nowhere and just, you know. And Jurassic Express as well, you know. Yeah. And then you also have two, like... Um, well, believe it or not, the Dark Order. I mean, yeah. They're maintaining. Yeah. They're gim- never gimmick sucked at first, but they, people Get, grew to love them. Yeah. And then they got interesting. It, yeah, it did. So, I, I was, if I was Vince, I would have pulled the trigger on this and just gave it to the Forgotten Sons and just like, all right, let's see what they can do with it. They need to promote instability, not predictability. Yeah. So, all right, well, moving right along. Um, I told you about this match. <laughs> yeah. And I was assuming it would have been the first, or, uh, the first match, I guess, but it turned out to be, in this case, the second part of the... Uh, of the night, and I did tell you that it was a squash match, and it was, and I would, well, figuratively, I would smack you upside the head if he lost, and he lost. Mm-hmm. Who am I referring to? At first, it was supposed to be uh, r Truth mm-hmm. versus MVP. Yeah, you know they were going to argue or whatever, and then uh, Bobby Lashley came out. Yeah, and it turned into Bobby Lashley versus r Truth. Hilariously, because <laughs> I loved it when Arthur was like, "Can't you see what's going on over here?" And he smacked Bobby Lashley, uh, apparently by accident, and that turned into a match. And he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to hit you. Like, I didn't mean to hit you. I was trying to explain to you that the world is greater than this. <laughs> oh man, uh, you know what? Even though Arthur's uh, lost, it, it was beautiful. It was, it was still funny, and especially too when he cut a promo afterwards." He looked sad. He looked depressed. He was like, you know, I'm lonely. I'm, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna summarize what he said because it was a pretty funny promo. If you have a chance, to watch it. He's just like he just says, you know what? I'm lonely. It hasn't been the same since I had my little buddy. So I was thinking, hmm, could it be Carmella he's talking about? And then all of a sudden, he just like, yeah, I miss my buddy. Had a picture photo, right? Turns it around, and it was him holding the 24-7 belt. <laughs> and I was just, like, rolling. I was like, ah, okay. And then he just looked at the camera, and he says, All right, I know who took my 24-7, 48 hours, 7-Eleven, European, intercontinental, I, uh, state 90, I-95, chip um, <laughs> belt, and I want my baby back. I know you took it, Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> and he just bounced. And then the person who was uh, interviewing, I was like, Tom Brady. It, it was Ron Gronkowski. <laughs> Gronkowski. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone was like, wait, what? Tom Brady? 
So, so you know what? Even our truth lost. It's hilarious. It was funny. It, it got it got me chuckling. So, I'm all right with that. Even though it was a one minute forty seconds. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. I thought that was good. He should have won though. Nah, if he won, we wouldn't have that promo. <laughs> yeah, but still, he would have made it better. Yeah, still, it was good though. Ah, something fell down, uh, and I think I know what it is. Ah, uh, okay, I got it. All right, well, continue on. It should still work. Oh yeah, it works. It's alive. It's alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, in case you were, everyone here was wondering, that was just a mouse. Wireless mouse. Squeak, squeak. All right, going back from squeakers, we come to. The singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship mm-hmm. uh, between challenger Tamina and champ Bailey with Sasha Banks. Nobody meaner than Tamina. And Bailey retains. Yeah. Okay. So this one was okay. I actually honestly believe Tamina was going to win because she actually put in some offense. Some really good offense. Mm. And I was kind of rooting for her. I kind of actually wanted her. I was like, Wow, she's actually really good when she's not with 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 Nia Jax. I was like, "All right, this is good." I actually wanted to win. You know, she didn't win, of course, but she actually showed off that yeah, she can wrestle. She can actually wrestle. She can actually do good on her own. You know, instead well, of being like this, like you know, this the background character, the secondary person. You know. Um, well, hopefully we'll get to see more of her, you know, like, to have her go for a title run, you know? Yeah, or, you know, try to build her up more, give her a push. I would like to see Tamina get a push if she could wrestle, if she can continue to wrestle like that. Mm. Uh, excuse me, folks. But, yeah, but other than that, um, yeah, this was, this is surprisingly good. I think this, out of all the matches... I think this is the one that surprised me the most because you can see what. Oh, excuse me. Um, I saw what Tamina can do. She can actually, if she, if they actually gave her time, give her the proper time, give her the proper push, and a proper build, and maybe a couple of feuds under her belt, mm-hmm. she can actually be a title contender. She can actually be a contender. And I... You know... Um, and I saw that in this match. You know? Can she build up to her uh, her father's uh, legacy? Superfly? Oh, God, no. But... She could. I would say that if she were to do something... Like, to build a legacy... I think she could do it on her own. Mm. And don't really need to... Use uh, her dad's legacy as a stepping stone. Because it looks like she can do it. If she, like, if Charlotte Flair can do it, I think Tamina can do it too. Just give her some, like I said, give her some time. Give, like, give her some growth. Like, even though she's been there for 10 years wrestling, which is surprising. If they can now actually let her grow, give her her, you know, let her, give her a couple of good feuds under her belt. Really good feuds. Good booking and a nice good push. I think she could be a, con- a, a, a you know a contender for a championship. Mm. You know. Mm. So Ho- yeah, hopefully we'll hear more from her. Yeah, hopefully. 
Uh, and after that, it was the singles match for the Universal Championship mm -hmm. between champ Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. Not the fiend Bray Wyatt, but just the happy, happy Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and Braun Strowman won, won this. Uh, eh. That's, that's kind of like I have to say. I was like... I guess they were playing more of the, hey, you know, we were buddies back then and I was your boss. You know, that's you know, that sort of head game. They were trying to incorporate the, you know, the head game thing. You know, with the mask. The black sheep mask. I don't know. I just think... It was okay. It wasn't that great. And I kind of said to myself while I was watching this match, I was like, I think it's just a setup feud. I think they're setting this up so the Fiend would face Braun Strowman. And it looks like the Fiend is going to face Braun Strowman. Mm. And uh, to be quite honest, I just, I don't know. I, I thought this was the weakest match of the night. I, I thought it sucked. Mm. Yeah, I really thought this one sucked. <laughs> really bad, huh. but if but if this if if this was to move on, so they can start a feud, so they can have another go around. But this time, the fiend comes out and faces Bray, Bray uh, faces Braun Strowman. Then I would be okay with that. Then I'd be like, okay, you know what? The money in the bank match. Okay, that's what started it. That's what's starting a feud. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm okay with that. Mm. But if they don't and like. Next next SmackDown, you know, just see it and just be like, you know, oh, me, 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 me. Then I'll just be like, yeah, okay, that was a waste. But we did see some uh, background characters going on. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 of course. What was Rambling Rabbit? He was like, he's everyone's favorite. He wasn't dead. Yeah, I mean there was uh, what was the pig's name? He was there. Huskis was there. Huskis Mercy was there. was there. Mercy was there. Yeah. Annabelle. Yeah. But no, but no uh, rambling rabbit. No rambling rabbit was there. He was there. He I was probably there. didn't see. It. Yeah. All right. So what do we got? Uh, the rematch of uh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. And uh, hey, Drew McIntyre retains his title. This was pretty good too. You, they sh they had little glimpses and moments of like ROH. It, it, it was kind of there were certain parts in there that kind of reminded me of like an ROH match. Like this would have been an ROH match. Other than that, um, it was not bad of a match. So it it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. Seth Rollins had a new intro music, new intro theme. Um, this whole Monday Night Messiah thing, eh, it's okay. Not the greatest thing in the world. It seemed better. But, of course, um, Mr. Pay-Per-View, Mr. Monday Night. Uh, uh, not just that, it's just just more just the gimmick. Um, but all in all, yeah, it, it was not bad of a match. It was not, uh, yeah, it was not bad, you know. If you would have put this match on, like, say, Raw, as a main event, it would have worked on there as well. To be quite honest, I think all of these matches, you could have just put them on their respective shows, and they still would have been good on there. That's what it felt like to me, this pay-per-view. It was just kind of like, okay, um, 
Okay, so this was a pay-per-view match. Okay, all right. Um, well, technically, you are right. Well, I mean, I'm saying that because from the pre-show match all the way up to the Drew Mac the McIntyre Rollins match, they were all in Florida. Yeah. At the training center, the performance center. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Because the last two is, you know, the one in the global headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut, the money in the banks. Right. Both the female and the male. But, um, they added a little twist. Um, they all, they both started at the same time. Yeah, so the thing was, well, first off, read the, read the, uh, who was in each men and women's. Well, with the women's, it was, uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Lacey Evans, Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Asuka. Mm-hmm. And on the men's side, it was uh, King Corbin, Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, Otis, AJ Styles, and Rey Mysterio. All right. So, okay, let's break let's break it down this way. Uh, I'll start with the women's first, and then we'll go to the men's. Okay. Um, the women's, it was pretty good. It, it was pretty good. There was a couple places here and there um, that I was kind of like, uh, okay. Um, and then there was also this one spot that Dana Brooke was in a, in, in a building, no, in a room, and she supposedly she got she actually won the thing, and then Stephanie McMahon came out and had a talk, and <laughs> I thought, well, which I thought was pretty funny. There was some good funny moments. Oscar was just phenomenal on this one. She just like it looked like she just had a blast doing this match and everything. Even when she was on an elevator ride, you just saw her doing a little dance, a little song, you know. And I was just like, I was like enjoying this. So I just thought, hey, you know, this is pretty good. Um, Did it remind you of uh, DDT? Kind of in a way, both, both kind of did. But they didn't go to that extreme. Yeah, I mean, they brought like favorites like uh, uh, Brother Love. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to those. Okay. So, yeah. So, um... Because to me, this match was like... Bruce Lee's movie, Game of Death. Where oh. they had to start from the bottom and go up to the top. Yeah, for both the men's and the women's. Yeah. Um, that was, that was pre- that's pretty good. That's, um, that's actually, yeah. Kind of. But it's an unfinished movie, so we don't know the ending. Yeah. But famously, you know, Bruce Lee went against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. And woo! Yeah. So, um... The two spots that I actually really got concerned was when Nia Jax uh, powerbombed Carmella through a table. Mm. And also when she hit uh, Dana Brooks to a, uh, to a vending machine. It looked really hard. It looked like really like... You know, oh please! If it, I'm just saying, the only criticism of that of the the vending machine is if it was really hard, it would have gotten free soda right there. No, 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 no. It, it just got really hard because it, it looked like she got really hard because it looked like like she got rebounded back in a nasty oh. way. Ooh, see what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then there was a stare down between her and Otis, and I was like, "All right, this could happen. All right, let's go." <laughs> But she just walked away and Otis walked away. So then we reach up to the top and um, it was pretty good. You saw 
Lacey Evans up there, and uh, Nia Jax and Asuka, and Asuka won. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that great, but it was pretty good. It it, it was good. It was good. It was it was good and, and interesting. You know, um, the one person who I felt like really, I think WWE just threw her there for namesake. I think was Shayna Baszler, and because he didn't really see that much of her, uh, didn't really didn't. You know, yeah. And then Lacey Evans, they kept trying to. Pump her up and pump her up and pump her up and you know she just ended up being the bridesmaid, never the bride, you know. Mm. And so, well, so congratulations for Oscar for winning Money in the Bank. You know, just gotta wait when. And uh, I hope and I I hope that Dana Brooke and um, Carmella are not hurt. Yeah. I really really hope that. Yeah. Okay, now to the men's. The men's was a little bit more like DDT. A little bit, not too much. Mm. Um, and just in case if you're wondering, DDT is a very interesting wrestling promotion in Japan. If you want to see anything, um, just watch DDT's, um, their version of WrestleMania and SummerSlam, Peter Pan. Then you get a pretty good idea what DDT is. Um... So it was so the men's was mo- was more comical, had more guests in there. Um, oh yeah, and I forgot Dana Brooke. There was a scene in the women's. I forgot to mention this that Asuka was trying to talk to a janitor in Japanese. Janitor had no idea what she was talking about. She grabbed the the, the other the, the other female wrestlers came out. They wanted to wrestle her. She grabbed the mop, was just like blah, 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 and they just threw it on the floor and just ran off. And then Dana Brooks, I don't know how, she sold this and she just sold it to the point where I just wanted to laugh and just shake my head and be like, uh, they, they better pay you good, honey, for this one. They really, they really should. Oh, dear. Um, she tripped over the mop. Oh, God. So I'm like, she better, she, they better give her a good payday for this one. Mm. So. Last thing they need is a banana split. Or, you know... Not appeal. Gag. Nah, or, you know, trip over a penny. But, okay, but moving along. Okay, so to the men. Uh, the men's was not bad. It did remind me a little bit here and there of DDT. Um, a little, a lot of gimmicks and stuff like that. Like, we saw uh, Brother Love. And with uh, Rey Mysterio, Brother Love was coming out of the bathroom. And he was zipping up his pants. And then he looks at Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio looks back at him and... They were like, you know, hey, I love you. And it's like, yeah, I love you too, man. But I got something else to do. You know? <laughs> so, you got to see that. Uh, Paul Heyman was there. They did a food fight. Um, yeah, I uh, the, re- um, the real MVP of this one, I'm, I'm going to say this, was the spot with AJ Styles and Daniel Ryan when they went to went to went to Vince McMahon's office they were fighting all the way in the, into Vince McMahon's office and then you see Vince turning around get up and just chewing them out a little bit and then they're like oh we're sorry sir we're sorry, we're sorry and then they went to fix up his chairs and they're like oh we're, we're sorry 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 
And they walked out, and then Vince McMahon just like sits down, turns around like a supervillain, and then starts writing on a notepad. So I was just like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's Vince, all right. And then um, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, another part two is with AJ Styles. He, he saw a picture of the Undertaker, and he kind of panicked. And then he opened up a door, and you see a casket and everything. And it was like <laughs> Undertaker, and then Aleister Black just threw him in there, and he was like, "No, don't close the door! Don't close the door! No!" <laughs> close the door, and then he just walks off. But I thought that was funny. Um, and then we get to the finish. Um, everybody, everybody went to the top. Aleister Black was the one that got thrown off the building. <laughs> you know um it wasn't bad Corbin could have won it early but Oscar slapped him off yeah and then we gotta talk about the finish the finish was yeah okay so um I'm not I don't wanna get into into too much details but it's just Corbin, Styles was fighting for it. Everyone was thinking, yeah, Styles is going to win this. You know, he's a shoo-in. That's why they put him in there. And then he fumbles it and then lands to Otis. And Otis is your 2020 men's Money in the Bank ladder champion. Hmm. And I was just like, "Uh, okay, so I guess they're going to push him. So, well, they introduced uh, something unpredictable. Well, okay, they did that. But, okay, who is he going to feud with? Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman? Maybe, I okay, if I had a choice, I would rather have him... Okay, I would rather have him going against Braun Strowman if it's done right. And they can take the belt off of Strowman and give it to Otis. Because Otis, right now, his popularity is just, like, up there. It is up there. Well, what about his tag team group, you know? Uh, oh, Heavy Machinery? Oh, he's injured. Uh, so. Well, that'll be a good way to, uh, you know, bring him back. And they can go for the gold with the tag team championship. Yeah. Well, you know, if Otis was a champion of either one of you know, and his tag team partner comes back, then they could, you know, go for the gold with the uh, tag team championships and, you know... Right, right. Prop- propel them to good heights. Yeah. So, over, okay, so all in all, um, one out of five stars. Overall... I give it a three and a half. I wouldn't... I wouldn't give you anything because you didn't even watch the whole thing. I did. Well, I well, yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't. Like I said, I had prior engagements too, unfortunately. Yeah, so I give your rating a dog. A dog. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we shall see. Okay. So overall, okay. So first six matches at the performance center. Give it two and a half, three. Um, the the main events, uh, three and a half. So, roughly like a three three and a half star show. In general. Well, wait, hold on. Let's do. Let's take this on averages. So, what did you say with? The... Okay, so the first six, I would I would give it like two and a half three. Mm-hmm. Okay, these 
the last two, the main event ones at Stanford, uh, I would give them a three, three and a half. So assuming your maximum is three, you're doing it three plus three, that's six and a half, and divide that by two, that's three and a quarter. Yeah, okay, so let's go with that. Three and a quarter stars. Yeah, it's not bad of a pay-per-view. Um, it got, it, it did what it needed to do, but it felt like, uh, uh, to be honest, if you took out the main events, it just looked like a house show. Either that or something that should have been done on Raw. Or SmackDown, respectively. Mm-hmm. You know, of, of both brands, but, um, yeah. Well, per usual, we gotta wait until, you know, Raw and SmackDown, Smackdown after see, yeah. to see what the fallout is. Yeah, so, okay. And considering, you know, present circumstances with the uh, coronavirus, hopefully we, we, we get some proper answers as opposed to, like, you know, like what they usually do. You know, they kind of repeat the same thing again. Yeah. Hopefully so there's something different. Yeah, so... Give our truth this title back. Excuse me, folks. But, yeah, we just got to wait and see. Um, overall, best match of the night, um, I would have to say the main event, both the men and the women's, did pretty good. It was good. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It did what it needed to do. Uh, weakest match of the night, uh, the Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt match. I just wasn't really invested in it. was just kind of bored. Um, the, the match that surprised me the most... The Bailey and Tamina match, because just basically Tamina herself surprised the hell out of me. All right. So, all in all, that's it. That is what we got out of uh, Money in the Bank. So, the next pay-per-view for this month is going to be AEW's, right? Well, this month, actually. Yeah. Well, um, considering the rules and blah, 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 um... Um, they announced that the pay-per-view would still proceed as planned, but from an undisclosed location. So, originally it was going to be, it'll probably still be there, May 23rd, mm-hmm. Saturday. Uh, originally it was supposed to be at the uh, uh, MGM Grand. Yeah, like last year's. But, uh, but uh, you know, the whole coronavirus. coronavirus. So... Uh, you know they're going to pick a location that no, they're not. No one's going to know. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, depending on where, maybe a few lucky people. You know, some might actually go there in person. Yeah. Uh, and um, they introduced the uh, TNT Championship, and apparently um, it's all said and done. Um, and so it's going to be a match, and that's probably the only thing that's, uh, yeah, that's the only, for those of you who, um, are not caught up with, uh, Double or Nothing for this year's, right. um, we have the three matches so far, MJF versus Jungle Boy, singles match, uh, John Moxley Champ versus Brody Lee for the AEW World Championship. That's going to be interesting. So that's, that's kind of new. And then, uh, Darby Allen versus To Be Announced, meaning... The casino ladder match for a future AEW World Championship. So I guess Darby Allen versus the uh, whoever's the number one contender for that match. Yep. Okay. So and uh, the newest addition uh, because of the uh, TNT Championship tournament uh, it is Cody versus Lance Archer for the inaugural AEW 
TNT Championship that they brought back since the WCW days with the... Yeah. So, that's going to be interesting. Okay. So, once we get more information about that, we'll dive into that one and make our picks and stuff like that. So, without further ado, thank you so much for listening to Retro Shoots. Uh, hope you guys have, uh, hope you guys enjoyed us. Hope you guys come back with us next week. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all be to all the mothers around the world. Please be safe. And yeah, be safe out there. Wash your hands. Keep your physical distances away and everything like that. Wear your masks and just be careful out there. All right, without further ado, I am Captain Katz. And I am We Are Cats. All right, thank you guys so much. Have a great day and keep on watching wrestling. Take care. Yo-ho!